Hey folks, Nate here. You're listening to Critical Care, a show about games, community, and finding hope in a time of global unrest. This is episode 28, featuring Yinting, Ferran, and Vanya of the Offscore Project, an ongoing playable album. Enjoy. Uh, my name is uh, my name is Ferran. Uh, he him on my pronouns, and I'm from somewhere close to Barcelona in Spain. And yeah, uh, I make games recently. <laughs> I, I studied my background is computer science, and I started programming more like focused on graphics. But then eventually, I well, I have a lot of interest on game design. Uh, yeah, so so I've been trying to make games uh, since I finished uh, my university, basically, and I've been working as well as a as a game developer, freelancing for for some years now, actually. Uh, yeah, so I think I mean recently I'm really really into music, everything that has to do with music and video games or music and interactive music in a certain way. I'm very much uh, interested uh, yeah <laughs> uh so my name is yenting lo yenting is my name um and my pronoun would be pronounced for be she her i'm originally from taiwan but i'm now based in well i'm actually right now right now in taiwan but i'm usually based in the netherlands with veran and i'm a musician i'm a singer songwriter i also com- post and arranged and do all kinds of music related thing and I used to be not very interested in game until I met Ferran so (laughs) from um, let's say six years ago I start to um, just explore what is inside the indie game world and I also joined Ferran to do some more game jam and so so um, it's actually the opposite from Ferran. Like I'm from a music side, and I'm now getting more interested in game and what can game do, what the interactivity can do for music. This is like something that I'm very, very interested in now. Uh, my name is Vanya Mergen. I am a Croatian uh, illustrator and designer. Uh, I'm using the term designer there pretty broadly, as I've worked on game design and web design and brand design and all kinds of things. Uh, but yeah, I, I've always been super into video games. Um, and I've only, I guess I've been, oh man, I didn't, I didn't actually think about this, but I've been working on video games now for almost a decade in one way or another. Uh, but yeah, primarily I work on uh, sort of, yeah, I don't even know how to describe this, like the aesthetic, I guess, I guess a creative direction for projects. So that was mostly my contribution to this, uh, to Offscore, as well as you know doing basic things like assets and stuff. Awesome. So yeah, I guess uh, that segues nicely into um, obviously the reason uh, having all three of you on here is to talk about the Offscore project. Uh, I want to talk about how that sort of began, but before then, do you want to kind of introduce it quickly for people who aren't familiar? So yeah, basically uh, the Offscore project is an interactive music album. That's the idea. Uh, By that we mean it's uh, an album that contains five songs and it's five games. 
each game uh, uh, has its, sorry, each song has its own game. And in each game, we're trying to basically uh, help uh, tell the story of what the song is talking about, because all the songs have lyrics um, by, all the songs are from Yenting. And we were interested on, can we help tell the story uh, better with the, with the game, yeah. Yeah, so the the start of, the very, very start of the idea was because um, I really like to write songs with lyrics that doesn't tell things so directly. And then I was, you know, because I, as a singer-songwriter, I think the content, the story and the lyrics is very, very important. But I, me standing on the stage when I perform, I realized a lot of people usually put music first before the lyrics and not everyone really pay attention to what the story is talking about. And I feel that's a huge pity. So then I was also like very early, like this was many years ago that I was telling Ferran, like, oh, I don't know how to make people engage more in the music because music listening is most of the time very passive. You only listen, people play the music when they work. You know, it's not, it's not like playing game. Like people really have to put their full attention to music so then we're we're thinking uh since many years ago already what are the possibility to make people engage more in this music listening experience yeah uh, as one of those people who mostly enjoys music passively uh <laughs> i was i was very interested in trying to to see if i could make someone like myself even <laughs> focus in on the lyric so yeah that's really interesting the note about uh trying to figure out ways to make people kind of more actively listen to music that's definitely when i when i first played uh the first act copy machine uh the comparison i felt was kind of similar to how i feel when i sit down to to listen to a record like it's a a much more deliberate uh sort of listening experience having to like go through the the acts of sitting down to and opening up the game and playing through it. Um, so you really do get that much more, uh, it's a much more focused experience and the sort of nuances of the music comes through a lot more than if if I was to just like put the, the album on, um, I might not take the time to really uh, dig into what it's trying to say. I really liked that about your the article you wrote because I'd never thought of it like that and you're totally right. <laughs> Yeah, like like vinyl is such a it's such a different uh, the the act of getting a vinyl going is so different and sitting down and just listening to the music actually yeah <laughs> it's not something that well everybody does because of course we don't have the time or and also because nowadays people don't really listen with lyrics as well anymore because before people would you know like people buy vinyls and CD and they really appreciate open this little lyrics books and read it but now people listening on everything on the streaming platform so it like everyone's like listening experience is changing all the time and now is the time that people don't really listen to lyrics i feel that's how (laughs) i feel (laughs) yeah i definitely agree i think it's music has become much kind of like a a commodity in a sense that it's it's something that exists that people think about primarily as background music as something to like fill a space yeah. and they don't 
uh, they don't take as much time to really, like, I think nowadays you could definitely ask someone, like, what is your favorite album from this year? And they might not actually have an answer because they primarily just listen to, like, Spotify playlists or, exactly, yeah. or whatever, which, I mean, there's, there's times when I, I find that, uh, find that nice too, but it, I, I definitely don't feel the same sort of fulfillment and like connection to music if I'm just listening to it kind of abstractly. So I appreciate that this, this game does really kind of focus and make me uh, sit down and listen to something. Well, at least we, we try. I'm not sure how, <laughs> how well we succeed in that, but yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, I enjoy both acts quite a bit, and I, and I feel like I definitely considered the music a lot more so um, than I otherwise might have and, and felt like the connection was very strong. Uh, so I, I wanted to ask then about the... There's two tracks now out of five, um, and the kind of the mood, the mechanics, kind of the entire apparatus around both both of them is very different um, between mm -hmm. Copy Machine, the first track, and then Elephants Remembered. I'm curious, uh, firstly, kind of about about these two specific um, tracks, kind of how you went from from one to the other, and then more broadly, how you sort of begin uh, constructing the game portion of uh, the music, because the music is all is all finished, is my understanding because um, it's on Bandcamp, but uh, so I'm curious how you take that and then decide how to turn that into a game. What what are sort of the decisions you're making there? Uh, yeah, um, I don't. Uh, does anybody want to start answering? <laughs> I, well, I, I was going to say uh, listen to the song like a million times. I think that that's my process at least. <laughs> yeah, actually, I think that's the process of the like like the whole. You didn't ask about like how it came together, but but I think like the or like the the first song, like a copy machine, to me it was like the one to blame, <laughs> in the sense of like um, we I was listening to it and I had it in my mind a lot uh, because Yenting was just recording it at that time, and then uh, there's this code at the beginning, right? Like the it goes the yum dam day, you know, like and it repeats a couple mm -hmm. of times throughout the song as well. And then that thing to me, I don't know, like after a while, like I'm talking with you and thing and 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 I'm finding out it's like, oh, this is such a such a puzzle kind of um fitting um melody. I don't know, like there was something about this small sound that it really connected to, wait, maybe maybe there's a game here, you know. Uh so I think uh, in both of the cases for Copy Machine and Elephants, because you, as you mentioned, they're very different, but that they're very different because the songs are very much different, right? Uh, and we cannot... I mean, it's not like we're trying very hard to make them the same, but it's it's not like the songs can be the same either, so... We are trying, though, to like... You mentioned talking about an album before, how people don't really listen to albums, and I think one of the things about albums is that they have a sort of cohesion to them, uh, and one thing we are trying to do is even if the games are very different, they do have some sort of connected themes or ideas. Because I think since all these five songs are written by me in this around the same time, and even though we're not like some people might doubt like what is the 
the main the, the one theme that connects five songs. But I think the way the story is told are actually pretty similar from my point of view. And at the beginning, um, because all these five songs are already composed before we even have this idea of making them into a game. So then it's also very interesting because we are brainstorming from the lyrics that I already have. And after my first recording, and I know nothing about making games. And after we start making games, we're like, oh, actually we need something more from just this one track of the music. So we even go back to the studio to record something more in order to make it easier for the future to, <laughs> to brainstorm more. To make games. these games, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's super interesting because it wouldn't. I wouldn't have assumed initially that these were kind of tracks that you had written and recorded and kind of put together before the game was even really the the impetus behind them uh maybe that's just from playing them because they feel so connected to (laughs) the art and the the aspect of actually playing them um but so that's very interesting i i guess i did get a little ahead of myself um and, and skipping asking kind of how the three of you even started working on this together. Um, I, I, you mentioned briefly that you were, uh, you were listening to copy machine and kind of it, it occurred to you. Uh, how did that evolve then into, into making this like larger project? So me and Ting, uh, know each other for, for quite long now. Uh, and we actually worked before on some small jumps. Actually, we started like collaborating before this project. Uh, and then with Vania as well, we have worked together. Like we, we have worked together for actually quite some years, right? If, uh, I don't even know how many now. <laughs> yeah. So, so we worked uh, as in like for a living uh, together. Uh, uh, yeah, like doing uh, some of the game projects that uh, we've been working on uh, before. Uh, so yeah, so we I knew Vania as well, and then I knew Yunting, and then. So I'm the one like bringing a bit in in the sense like the middle mind in that mm. sense, uh, trying to yeah when at least when when this project came to to be like we started discussing actually together like I with Yenting and then with Vanya and then we started actually I was checking right before this interview I was checking that uh, I remember uh, Vanya you made this first uh, draft of. Like concept of copy machine. Do you remember you made a photo on yeah. a on a printer and then you you made the put the little people and then I shared that with Yenting before we even talk about like fully about what are we doing here. <laughs> I was just gonna ask because I couldn't uh, I couldn't remember if you had started working on it before you got in touch with me. No, 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 at all. Like we, I just mentioned to Yenting at some point, maybe we should we we can make a game with because talking with Yenting, what she was saying earlier about like how she's frustrated about. People not really listening to the music, uh, the lyrics, right? And maybe we can actually make something with it. And then on Copy Machine, I was like, oh, this, there, there's something puzzly here. And then I approached you, Vanya, and then we started talking about this as well. And then, I don't know, I actually don't remember if it was like a certain specific point that we, we came together. Uh, when that was, I don't recall very well. But it was while we were working on Copy Machine for the first time, yes. Approximately a hundred years ago now. <laughs> no, no. no. That was uh, we. 
2017. We, we checked that. 2017, March 2017. Yes. Oh, wow. So this has been going on for for a bit now. For, yeah. Yeah, well, it's been always like a a side project, mm-hmm. uh, especially at the beginning. Like, we were just doing like a prototype and, a, and yeah, and, and testing it in a way. Uh, we, we brought it to a couple of, me and Yenting brought it to a couple of uh, meetups here in, in Amsterdam uh actually and that really helped a lot as well uh, and some people there as well like say like oh like we were really positive on what we were doing and i encouraged us a bit uh so i also think actually it took us a long time to i think so figure out what it was even going to be right i think i don't know what you would call that pre-production like <laughs> uh, it, it it felt like what, what even is this right what do we do with it yeah mm. Yeah, I think it it definitely strikes me as a game that would work well at a convention because I mean it it takes only about the length of a of a standard music track to play, but I think it presents really well kind of the core idea behind that. Uh I'm curious then as this it sounds like it is kind of it comes together almost like a like a enlarged like game jam project that that takes on its own life. Uh, I'm curious about the music then, since it began before the game. I'm curious uh, where that where that music came from. If it was just like another album, or if you had specific goals with it, and if uh, what is kind of you mentioned having to go back to the studio to record different bits. Um, if there's like things that you've changed since you've realized it's going to be a game. Yeah. So the music. So that's because the music was recorded a while ago (laughs) it was like four years ago i think four years ago four years ago it was already recorded and i was just like that was my first year in the conservatory of amsterdam so i'm still trying to make most use of the the resources there the studio in school and also my my colleague fellow musicians and then so i was trying out these songs and then at that time we recorded this and we thought like, oh, this sounds good. Maybe I can release them as single or whatever. But in the end, we didn't do anything because uh, Ferran has this better idea. <laughs> so then we hold this better. <laughs> so we hold this music and didn't release it for four years because we're, we decided to make it not just music and also with game. And but then when we're making game, we realized no, because we only when we recorded, we only thought about recording it as a music production. So it's only like a one go kind of thing. But in the end, we we're like, ah, if we're actually doing something that's either loopable kind of track, uh, then we actually need to find the musician back and um, and make something more loopable. And we need to also record with click because at the first time we didn't record anything with click. So then the the tempo are actually very floaty, natural, but floaty. <laughs> so it's this is very different from people who do music scoring for game because you already know you're doing something for the game. But for us, it's, it, it struggles a little bit at the beginning because we didn't think of this. And But thankfully, in the end, we um, the, the sound engineer, he also understands what we're doing. So we also ask him for many helps for making this possible. Mm-hmm. Let's say that. But because the music was holded for too long. So that's why I also, we decided also the first time we released the first track, Copy Machine, we also just 
release all the music at once on Bandcamp um, just to let it out, kind of. So yeah, it was a bit yeah. uh, something always. <laughs> so actually, uh, I remember. So the first time you recorded, for instance, Copy Machine, yeah, uh, I remember you recorded other songs too that actually didn't go into the the project. Actually, we. Yeah. You remember yeah. there was this song "Garlic Skin" that we were yes. thinking about originally, but then we changed. Uh, we we took it off, kind of. Yeah, because that one is the one that the story, the the way of storytelling is the most different from the rest of the the songs. Mm -hmm. So we take that away because that one's too not incoherent. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, but then I think so. So basically, when we were started to talk about maybe we can do games for the songs and then uh we sit down to think about what can we do with the music right like can we loop it here do we need some kind of uh new new parts like uh we recorded a lot of solos like guitar solo and keyboard solo on the on the second recording that are not present actually not even on the on the release songs by themselves right um and that was because we already had an idea of what we're going to do on copy machines specifically, so that uh, we we decided to to record these extra layers that we could then add up and make the music not repetitive uh, in like when we were playing the game. But at the same time, and sorry if I'm talking a bit too long, but uh, I feel like uh, um, so so we we did that. We, we basically brainstorm a bit on all the songs uh, before the second recording. That was like three years ago. Uh, but the brainstorming we could do was quite limited because uh, we only had the songs back then. So, so we, we listened to the songs, we heard, okay, how can we cut this down here? How can we tell the story a bit? And then, and then we went and recorded what we thought was necessary. Uh, but that's that's always like because it's hard basically to do a recording session right it's hard to bring the musicians again and again over the course of three years or something that we've been doing this we haven't done that we basically did a second recording and and that's it we've been working with what we got there but i, I know that also like at certain points um when we talked about like what would fit and like we would get especially with copy machine, we got a little bit of the way through it. And then we were like, oh, it would be cool if this part looped or if this, or if we like kept this part going or like it definitely changed over the course, right? Yeah, a lot. Yes. Yeah, I can imagine because listening to copy machine, one of the things that stood out to me, uh, this is maybe a little, a bit less so in Elephants Remember, just kind of the structure of the game, but copy machine especially has like several discrete areas that each uh, begin to loop in on themselves uh, or different parts fade in and out um, and it feels very natural with how the the game and the story is progressing uh, but I I can imagine that would be really difficult to have like conceived of beforehand um, let alone like three years before the uh, the game was finalized yeah. I think copy machines like it's a it's kind of a puzzle game so it's a very light puzzle Game, right so it's like we had a lot of in testing we saw like also oh, people get stuck and it's like you can't just keep the song going right like you need to you, there needs to be a loop so they can process what's happening whereas mm -hmm. elephants was much more directed right it was like on rails so to speak 
Yeah, uh, and actually as well because of the lyrics on the copy machine as well because it has a part like it has the the first part uh, and then it has the B part and then we wanted to have each of the parts lyrics uh, to help you a bit with what you need to do. Uh, so so we wanted to tie that right, like tie what you need to do in the game to what the lyrics are saying on that part. But then there's things like well we we didn't want to repeat a part forever because that didn't sound good and that that's not how the song goes as well we had this discussion thing as well about are we changing the song too much in order like for the sake of the game you know mm. how, how far how far should we who change the song because originally we're, we're making this for the song like but but now we're kind of changing it uh so like we we had to find like this middle point of where where the song still, the song structure is, is still there, especially in Copy Machine, right? Uh, and then we hold some lyrics, for instance. In Copy Machine, there's a part where at the beginning, we only, you only hear the lyrics of the first uh, section, but then when you go on the next level, you stop hearing the lyrics from the first section and you now only hear the lyrics of the second section, but the music still goes to the first section. But instead of the lyrics there, now you have a solo of a guitar or of a piano, kind of. So, so, so that's one of the examples that of the things that we iterated a lot actually on Copy Machine, and it was actually very hard. Uh, and for Elephants, we we didn't do that at all, as as Vanya said. Yeah, I think because so we're trying to um, apply music in games or game in music both way we're trying to do it differently so you don't really so it's not like you play one track and you already understand the logic of all the other track we're trying to make it a bit different so for example in copy machine it's based puzzle game like like you said and in elephants how i imagine it from the beginning is that elephant is an interactive music video so it's actually looks like a music video if you're just watching people play it um, but it's something interactable so in elephants, for example, it's much um, easier for me <laughs> because I don't really do need to do much. But in copy machine, it actually is a huge puzzle game for me <laughs> when I'm trying to <laughs> when I'm trying to make it um, like arrangement-wise logical and also sounds natural. Puzzle the yeah. music together. Yeah. Make it look. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, on, I think as well on the on Elephant, it was just that the song is just so uh, intense. Uh, yeah, it's a very intense song, right? And it's a very repetitive kind of lyrics as well. So it didn't really make sense to to add a lot of loops there because it's already like <laughs> uh, heart makes your heart race kind of song. Mm -hmm. So it has discrete sections too, so you can we, we like. There were sections of it that feel like, oh, this should be this part of the game, and this should be this part of the game, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, it it really fit. Um, sorry, uh, it it really. I feel like the the song is like so cinematic. The elephants remember specifically, uh, so we just went with it in this case. Yeah, it feels very highly choreographed in a in a very different way than than Copy Machine. Uh, I did enjoy probably the the most 
like game aspect of it is the the opening bit where you just have to memorize the directions but i did find that fun as just kind of like it's a song about remembering and you have to remember these directions (laughs) like it's it's uh maybe a little like like on the nose but i found it very very charming (laughs) uh but but aside from that it is a much more kind of orchestrated uh like interactive animation almost but i i did think that worked very well for uh some of the like dramatic changes in both the story but also in the the music itself like there's a part with a guitar solo that is like uh timed with rocks falling and it's like the the combination Mm. of the two of them in like a very like deliberate pacing uh works really well for whereas like if it was something like how a lot of games use music which is the the actions are kind of moving on uh, a different speed than the music like it, there's not they're not tied together so much that you can actually anticipate exactly where people will be um, i don't think it would have been as uh, impactful uh do you have an idea currently of the next three games kind of if they'll be more puzzly like copy machine or kind of more uh choreographed like elephants remember i think a big question we always have to answer initially and i mean fran you can speak on this as well is whether it'll be more experience like or much more game that that's always like i think a big consideration early on when we start prototyping out one of the songs mm. and but i think we're learning as as we're doing this because mm-hmm. uh, i feel like in copy machine we went very game like uh, an elephant remember we it's still a game and you can still lose as well uh, but but it feels much more like an experience right uh, and like for instance on the upcoming ones uh, yeah we're doing a, we're going to do a bit of both on on at least two of the next ones that uh, that we have already thought about i think it's 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 we're going to play a bit with what you were saying uh uh Nate about the the music uh it's like we have the recordings and we have actually some loopable loopable sections uh, so we might hold the experience on those parts right like and 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 ask the player for input or like for like a puzzle in, in some cases right um but then uh, there are some points where the chorus comes in, and then the chorus needs to be played in full, and it cannot really repeat maybe so much after. I don't know. Like we we will have to see in each of the cases. But so then maybe we we will go a bit halfway, halfway. Yeah, and also you were mentioned that even though we all we did um, thought a little bit about it before our second recording, but our idea for two of them, for example, elephants. And my late coming puberty, both of these we have changed totally for several times. <laughs> so actually, our thoughts yeah. back then has already been uh, abandoned. Dismissed. I will say, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, yeah, have to sometimes start over. That's just game making. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. Do you do you like having that kind of baseline for? Like the music is is mostly set 
um, before you start working on the game? Like, is that something that you appreciate having that stability? Or if, if you had, or would you have preferred to like be writing the music concurrently with the game? We have thought about this uh, because we, we got some fund from a creative, um, how, what is it called? Creative Fund, NL. Um, in the Netherlands, and so when we write the proposal for this, that's that is the time when we start to take this project seriously. So when we're writing the proposal, we really actually thought about that. Oh, yeah, we're going to try to do this. So I write the music when we're designing the game. So these two things happen at the same time, and it's more like so we can do something more experimental. But in the end, actually, it turns out it's actually nice to have something already done because then the frame is much more clear mm -hmm. what we can do and what we cannot do. We also consult with other people who has done this kind of cross media and people also um, suggest that it's actually nice to have one thing done because yeah. when we have the music done, the game design still have millions of possibilities. If you if we don't have anything done, then it's just like... <laughs> it's, millions yeah. squared possibilities then. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a nice rock to hold on to. I think um, I think in at the beginning, especially in Copy Machine, which is the first one, we have done this uh, going back to... Because we were making design the game before we went to the studio, right? The second time. Uh, and I actually, I think that really... Uh, complicated things in a certain way. It's like it really made us go slower on, on, on the first one. Honestly, this is like a personal thought, like a experience. I think Elephants, because, uh, well, because the song is like very um, beginning to end and we decided to go like this very cinematic uh, direction, it was much easier for us to, to create uh, than Copy Machine. Uh, well, maybe it is because right now we have the experience of having done a copy machine. That, that's why we, we did this. But uh, what, uh, adding to what Ian Ting said about, we, we talk with, uh, actually, we talk with the people on Playables, that the, the people who did um, Kits game and the plug and play. Mm. Uh, I don't know if you, yeah. If you, yeah. So, so we actually, I, I, we talk with, I talk with Michael about, how they did this kind of crossover because it's like half an animation, half a game, and then they put it together. And he was saying like, it was much harder to work on kits because they work from zero from the beginning. Uh, and he was much more comfortable and it was much easier to create plug and play because the animation was done, right? Uh, and then they made the game. But uh, on kids uh, on the other side, it was uh, like a very col collaborative, a creation between the game designer and the animator and that made it much harder for them and so he was saying like i would rather next project or something he was saying like next project i would like to probably work with some of the part finished already the more i talk to creative people um that from the outside these constraints um, like having the music written beforehand or only having certain things usable as like loopable tracks. Uh, they might seem kind of constraining, but uh, it seems like often those actually are 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 uh, desirable in terms of like having a, a decided direction. Like I know when I sit down and try and begin a project, if I'm starting 
just out of thin air it's often really challenging for me to find that like I go through a lot of just like kind of busy work trying to find what is the thing I'm actually trying to make whereas if I'm starting from something like if I'm making I've been making uh cover art for uh, a friend of mine who does their own music um I guess kind of similar but in a much more constrained scale and I found that a much easier way to to go about creating like an art piece than if I was just to sit down and say I'm just going to make I'm just going to fill this square with with some artistic uh creation and have no idea where I'm going from there so it's interesting seeing kind of the things that are are helpful and the things that are actually kind of roadblocks to be overcome yeah i think complete oh complete open freedom is just it's like it's like the death of creativity it's so hard <laughs> yeah um do you have a so elephants remember just came out and copy machine came out a little while ago do you have an idea of when the future tracks will come out yeah uh Hopefully, I'm going to say uh, next track, um, we want to release it uh, before the end of the year. Uh, yes. Okay, so pretty that's, soon. Uh, well, that's our idea, but uh, don't, don't... <laughs> it's not written anywhere. We, we just told you, right? <laughs> but... <laughs> don't, don't Except now, now it's written. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now that you've <laughs> said it. out into the world and it becomes real. Yes. Awesome. Well, I, I would definitely so, be be keeping an eye out for that i really enjoyed uh the first two and it's cool to hear that i won't have to wait uh, another three years hopefully for for the next one <laughs> hopefully not <laughs> well i don't actually know what the time difference was between copy machine and elephants does anyone know well we released copy machine on july 1st yeah and elephant on october 6th so it's three months that was three yeah. months. So yeah, if we can do the next one in three months, uh, we'll be good. Uh, I think that's a bit optimistic, but uh, who knows? Because we already have some of the concept and ideas there, and we know a bit slowly. We are learning how to do this. So yeah, awesome. Well, I will I will be on the lookout for that. Um, these are ones I've actually been able to keep up to up with as they've come out, which is unusual for me. I normally get. Uh, very sidelined um where can where's the best place for people to to find you if they want to to check out your work or check out offscore on the internet mm. <laughs> uh, they're waiting for me i was waiting for you guys <laughs> uh yeah um you can find us at offscoreproject.com http offscoreproject.com or on twitter you can find us at at offscore project as well uh non yeah sim like simple I, I think it's a rather simple words offscore and project hmm. what about you Ferran? where can we find you ah uh, yeah uh you can find me at font service uh that's a bit harder <laughs> uh, at font service that's f-o-n-s-e-r-b-c uh, on twitter yeah that's it what about you Vanya? <laughs> Uh, you can find me at, at vmergen on Twitter. It's V-M-R-G-A-N. Or at Vanya Mergen on Instagram. I don't usually post Offscore-related things on my personal stuff. Most, mostly that goes on the Offscore, the, what do you call it, account. But yeah, if you want to see some 
or, or anything check me out there yeah absolutely i didn't we didn't get to t- talk about the art of of these games uh very much but i've they're they're very pretty games both of them and they have a very striking look right now my my wallpapers is you put out some wallpapers for the the uh with the release of elephant remembered um and there's a very nice one from from that that i'm using right now oh that makes me super happy (laughs) (laughs) yeah definitely recommend people check out check out that um even if they they can't play the game yet uh what about you yin ting where can where can people find you um you can find me almost everywhere um so on facebook if you type yin ting low just how my name is y-e-n-t-i-n-g-l-o all together and you can also find me on instagram that will be yenting dot low and on twitter yenting low twitch yenting low um <laughs> yeah yenting is streaming recently yeah i'm streaming now regularly this year also because i'm a musician and i'm also adjusting adapting to this corona era so this year I've been streaming regularly at least three times a week. And also in my stream, I also talk about off-score projects sometimes as well. Yeah. Nice. Are you streaming like yourself playing music on there? Yes. Oh, wonderful. Yes. Most of the time I'm playing, trying to also be a bit educational, talking about music. <laughs> but most of the time I'm just playing jazz, um, playing on piano and singing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would also recommend people check out if they want just to find your music. Um, I, I there's yes, please. It's do. on uh, Bandcamp and I assume other places, uh, but that's where I, I was directed to. Um, and your stuff is is excellent. Um, whether it's the off off oh, score stuff you. or, or just otherwise, yeah, definitely would share that around. Uh, so this has been been wonderful. Um, I won't take up too much more of your time uh, since I'm excited to see the new games coming out. But to to close out these episodes, I've been asking uh, every guest to kind of share something that has been either inspiring them or just giving them hope as we go through a very tumultuous, stressful year. Um, this can be just about anything, but I just think it's nice to end on of a positive note and also know what other people are are looking to uh throughout the year if you have something that you would like to share that is uh, i can go first um i recently got my u.s citizenship and that's been yeah congratulations maybe not the best time to get it but uh <laughs> it was uh thank you thank you nate uh that that is giving me some hope well yeah it's definitely a strange time to be in the u.s um but we're, ha- we're ha- happy to have you here even if if the country is falling apart thank you happy to be here uh yeah uh for me actually I- i've been thinking about it a bit uh but uh honestly the things that are giving me a bit hope recently it's been i've discovered um like submarine geology and someone sharing things about it. I know it sounds kind of off topic, but uh, it's like basically people who study uh, how the geology beyond the, the seashore, basically. And it's related as well to to how who, to rivers. And I'm very into, I, I grew up next to a big river on a delta and I'm a bit concerned about like uh, the sea level raising and how we're not really 
letting as much soil sediment into the sea. So I don't know. I've been reading about this and I'm feeling better because I find there's people actually trying to make things better. Yeah. That's fascinating. I, 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 even just the term submarine geology just sounds really cool. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if that's the right term, by the way, I, I'm mm-hmm. just translating from, from Catalan my side. So but hopefully, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say it's the term because I like it. Uh, if it's not the term, it ought to be. Do you have any like specific things that you'd recommend if people want to get started there? Or should I just search for submarine geology? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No. Um, yeah, I'm just following somebody on Twitter. But it's mainly... It's about the importance of uh, sediments for the rivers and river deltas and, and the sea itself. But yeah, I don't know. I, I recommend anybody to just certain this awesome and for me what gave me hope recently is that um recently i got some nominations uh, four nominations from um the golden indie music awards in taiwan for yeah. my first album so that makes me very happy that's also why i'm now right now in taiwan because i want to attend the ceremony to see if i have some chances to win. Congrats. (laughs) Congratulations. Yeah, and I think it's very, yeah, because I'm very happy because I always thought my music is like definitely not very mainstream. And I'm going between this jazz background and with a little bit of singer-songwriter kind of style. So it's good. It's a good motivation for me to know actually there are people out there that appreciate my music so yeah it's i got some nice energy well, congratulations on that that's super exciting <laughs> uh, well deserved i think yeah, uh when is do you know when the like awards are coming out yeah the ceremony is on the 31st of october and they announced at at the place at yeah awesome well good luck with those um we'll definitely be keeping an thank eye you. out uh thank you uh, so yeah, thanks again, all of you, for coming on. I know it's a bit strange as you're all in different time zones right now, so I appreciate that you were able to to find a, a segment of the day that that overlapped. Good luck with with future episodes or tracks. I'm going to be looking out for them eagerly. And yeah, it was was great chatting. Yeah, thank you very much for for thank the opportunity. Nick. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having us on. It was a blast. Yes. Critical Care is produced by me, Nate Kunin, with music by Desired. You can find Desired on Bandcamp at desired.bandcamp.com. I'm on Twitter at Nate Kunin, and you can keep up with everything critical-related at critical.com. If you like the show, maybe share it with a loved one, and if you're able, consider supporting the work of my wonderful guests. Until next time, stay safe, stay home, and remember, this is not game over. We're still fighting and we're gonna get through this.